2024 Olympics are coming up. They're going to uh, be in Paris. Yeah. Summer Olympics in Paris next year. And here's the thing. They're, they're introducing a couple of new events. One would be breakdancing. Breaking. Hey. Is that what they call it? Breaking? breaking. Yeah, breaking. So, and, and the way they're going to do it is like battles. It's mm-hmm. like a face-off battle with a live DJ, the scratching and yeah. everything in the Summer Olympics. It's how you would do it in the street. You get one person that does a dance and then another person and they're like, now I can beat you. I can get this. I can do this step better. And it makes me think this. One Olympic sport could be in, a, in the Olympics that you would do. And it doesn't have to be like a sport. So what would people say that you would do well in the Olympics? Like, okay, we'll start with Scott. Scott, what would it be for you? Well, apparently I could win the gold in my sleep because my wife says I could win the Olympics snoring. <laughs> oh, so you got the snore thing going that would be on, huh? The yeah. loudest and the longest would be how you judge it. You're like how long the right. Yeah. And that would be, be that would be something overnight, which you could watch here. Or you could just because take a nap a, in the middle of the day. Yeah, but no, no. Have to do it at night, which would be the day over there. So it would be during the day there. Okay. It would be in the yeah, middle of their day. So, yeah, and because we could watch it live here. I love that. And I could yeah. get some rest. So that's, that's a thought. What would people actually say that you could do, that you do well that could be an Olympic sport? What would yours be, Rob? Me? I don't know. Clipping my toenails? I don't. Come on. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. So in the 2024 Olympics, the Summer Olympics coming to Paris, they've got a new sport and it's breakdancing. Seriously. They call it breaking, right? Breaking. Oh, I can't. It's wild. It's going to be awesome. So here's the thought. What people say you're good at, and it could be anything. Like Scott earlier said snoring. His wife says it's snoring. (laughs) He would win the gold at if it was brought to the Summer Olympics. With that in mind, what do people say that you're good at that should be in the Summer Olympics at 800-447-7234? Will texted in and said it'd be really cool to have American football in the Summer Olympics. He said he'd be real good at that. So he's a good football player. I guess so. I'd love to see you play, Will. Karen's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Karen? I just wanted to tell you what my thing was. I collect frogs and hand them out to people. And when they ask me why I'm giving them a frog, I just look at them and say, well, you can spell a frog, F-R-O-G, fully rely on God. And then they just smile. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. Harlan, um, can I cook? So for her to explain this to you, is it's, well... Well, let's just, just see. Mind-boggling. Yeah. So, butter. I never knew there was a real difference between the salted and the unsalted, except one comes in a red uh, paper and one comes in a blue paper. I didn't know there were two different types of butter myself. I don't see? cook either. I burn toast. So We are the wrong people for this, but here's the deal. Salted butter, you can't control the salt content in it, and so chefs don't like it. They would rather use unsalted and salt their own okay. than use the salted butter. Me, I pull out whichever one I have thought out and pray that my husband sees it on the counter and starts making cookies. So, oh, now I'm very confused. I didn't know there was a difference. I, I, okay, Scott? This is the great grocery debate. My wife gives me a grocery list. It says butter. I go to the butter department. Every time I'm like, what do I buy? Salted or unsalted? On the butter aisle. Both. You just buy one of each and put them in the freezer. Okay. And then thaw them out as you need them. Yeah, but that's wasted money. 
No, it's not because you got to use both of them for something, right? Really? Or they wouldn't make both of them, I think. They both work, right? Here's I mean, the, you can use either one. Put it on your toast? Here's what the experts say. For anything cooked and then butter is put on the salted butter, like if you're buttering your toast or you are adding it to your oh, bread. Okay. Really? Your garlic bread, whatever. But if you're if it's going into a recipe, then, no salt? then no salt butter because you can't quantify or qualify so why is there why is there salt in butter anyway i don't get it i guess they don't get it either you're listening to rob and liz in the morning his radio Marilyn's in for liz who's like a butter fanatic i guess no i just can't cook so i learned all about the butter she did like there's salt i had no idea in butter and then there's butter without salt and i had no idea that butter had salt in it I also thought that everybody put butter in the freezer. Like, you buy it from the store in a four-pack. You put three in the freezer and put one in the refrigerator. Megan said that no. She texted in and said, I've never heard of someone putting butter in the freezer. Oh, I didn't know you're not supposed to. I I don't know. I also don't put it on the counter because that's gross. Okay, because it melts and stuff like I, that? I guess. I get, I I, I get it's that. It's food. Food goes in the fridge. Okay, Christy's here at 800-447-7234. What say you, Christy? Carolyn just told you that the salted butter is for toast or anything that you want to put on on your butter with. <laughs> okay, well, then I get that. Yeah, what I don't get is why the salt is in it. Um, you can add salt. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Isn't that? <laughs> can Can you tell? There's a couple of people that don't cook around here. No. Trying to explain what butter is. Oh, Miss Liz. Liz yeah. will tell us when she gets back. She will. Miss Liz, where are you? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I feel like this is how jokes start. It happened with a stapler. What happened? Okay. A guy held up a Publix. Walked into the Publix. And said he wanted everything he had for free, holding up a stapler. Really? Like, what, he going to staple the employee? Of course they called for help. Of course the cops came. And they were there just in time to save the people from getting stapled. From the stapler? From wow. The stapler. A stapler. Mm-hmm. It tells me, I, I, I imagine in my head he had it like in his pocket. Probably. You know, thinking that it's something else. And so people would think it's something else. But when the police got there and pulled it out, it was a stapler. It tells me a couple of things. And I'm just guessing. So I don't know this guy from Adam, but I'm just guessing he doesn't really want to hurt people. And he was probably in a place where he was really desperate that he needed to feed his family or something like that. Does not make it right. Right. But it tells me that he had that stapler and he didn't really want to hurt anybody. But, I mean, I don't know. I've heard of people stealing staplers. I've just never heard of trying to steal other things. With a stapler. With a stapler. Right. And it, there has, there are other ways. And we don't have to, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that guy's going to be okay. But have you, you know? ever gotten a staple, though? Like, in your body? Like, yes. stapled your thumb? Yeah. One of the things that I did when I was just a single guy all by myself and was getting out of the streets was uh, uh, do headboards in hotels. It had to re- refurbish them. Mm-hmm. And so I had a staple gun and went through my thumb. See, yeah, it's not good. No. So, I mean, I know it would hurt somebody, but he didn't want to, clearly. Or he yeah. wouldn't have used, you know, the little 
The staple thing, yeah. The little stapler. Okay. Well, thank you for the enlightenment. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Dylan and his family. Dylan's like 22 years old. They're out at the beach, and he can free dive, meaning that he can get goggles on, and he can hold his breath for a long time and, and dive down to about 35 feet and just see everything that's down there. So they're off the Gulf Coast, and as Dylan is diving, and he's about 35 feet down, all of a sudden... A Gulf Stream comes and swoops him away while he's underwater. It's a big current, oh, and this okay. current just keeps going and going. He literally is stuck underwater for like two minutes. He's <gasps> holding his breath. And finally, he comes up for air far away from where he is. Uh-huh. His family's noticing, oh, Dylan's been down for a really long time. And then they notice that he's gone. They think he's still underwater somewhere. Or they realize that the Gulf Stream must have taken him somewhere. Current just went right in, which is really unusual for Florida. They don't have strong rip currents in Florida right? like along the beaches of the Pacific and the Atlantic. And so when he surfaces, he sees a marker about a mile away that he can actually get to, sees some bamboo sticks that are there and makes a makeshift raft and starts making his way to that marker. In the meantime, the family calls a friend who hightails it out there in his boat. The Coast Guard's looking all over for this guy. They're staying in contact with each other and coordinates and all this stuff. This is unreal. This is so God. The family in the boat find him. What? It's a needle in a haystack. I mean, seriously, you're out in the ocean or you're out in the Gulf like that for my, I mean, it's hard to spot a person bobbing around in the water like that, you know? It really is a miracle that he was found, and when he was found, you can hear Mama screaming. Yeah. Like I would be screaming, because it's terrifying. It has to be. Yeah, that's your baby. When you lose your baby in a mall, it's scary. When you lose your baby in the ocean, that's a whole other fear. And he's 22 years old, but they said, God led us right to him. That was nothing but God. That was providence, this family Mm -hmm. said. Wow, what a miracle. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Grab the charcuterie board if you want to make $1,000. A charcuterie board? Yeah. For what? Well, all the cheese on it. Okay. So a new company is offering $1,000 for you to eat cheese every single night for three months. For what reason? All you have to do is eat Gouda and Brie. So they can determine Ooh. if eating cheese at night causes nightmares. <laughs> For real? All that. Now, I'm going to tell you, my father-in-law eats cheese every single night anyway. Like, this would be the easiest money he's ever made in his life. Uh-huh. But he won't pick up my calls, so I can tell him. <laughs> so he sees that you're calling mm-hmm. and ignores you? He's probably sleeping. Does he like to sleep? He does. Okay. A lot. And eat cheese. Eat cheese. It's the only things he does. Is just eat cheese? And he could make a grand. All day long? Watch him be the fittest guy on the planet. He eats cheese all day long. I wouldn't say fit, but I mean. Well, listen, Harlan's husband is like a skinny rail. Mm-hmm. And he can eat a full bag of chips and still be skinny. Well, the problem is. And then he's, he's out running every day. He is. He, he's a runner. Yeah. So he has calories to burn all the time. Yeah, but he doesn't run far. What, three miles? What it doesn't run far. Yeah. That's more than I run. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So Allison has a dad that's like, no, dad, why even did you? Come on, please, dad, no. So she took a screenshot of a text. Evidently, they're in this group text. 
And here's what this dad types. Are you ready for this? He mm -hmm. says, I cannot keep up with the pressure of always having to LOL or like or heart everyone's random thoughts, picks, and amusements for all future texts. I love them. Laugh at them. <laughs> I like them. Unless it's bad, I dislike them. In perpetuity, I can't live with this pressure. I'm out. Of the group text. On a group text. It hey, is listen, a lot. I get it because if you're on a group, t I'm on one. It's got to be about thirty men, oh. thirty guys. You know, all a party. Mm -hmm. You know, sharing life together and stuff. I'm about over it because it's 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 like it's obnoxious how many texts are coming through in a day. Is it texts with feelings or is it a lot of memes and? Silly things. Yeah, all of the above. All there's, the above. There's some that are feelings and touchy-feely, which I miss them because all of a sudden all the memes will start coming and everything else. And I'm like, no, you know, enough. Enough mm -hmm. is enough. I I hit it. You hit it? So I don't have to see all the <gasps> notifications anymore. You, you got I'm embarrassed sorry. right there. You're like, I hit it. I can't help it. It's too much. It is a lot of pressure. And when yeah. the ding, 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 ding. And, and then you have to react to them to all. So now I just ghost. I'm I'm You're over a it ghoster. too. Right now I am on that one group text. What about like a family group text? Uh, you know, I have a small group, and I am involved in that. Mm -hmm. Family, I don't have any except for my immediate family. So right, but that's like a four. bunch of people. That's like four of us. But when you, know? you get going and the memes start coming, or the comments start coming, and the, no, the hearts my, start coming, and the ding 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 ding, my ding, family's ding. pretty chill. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Got a question, just out of curiosity. I'll start with Harolyn. Uh -oh. What do you do with a shopping cart when you're done? You load your groceries in. What do you do? I give it to my kids to put back. Okay. All right. Scott, what do you do with a shopping cart when you're done? Yeah, I put it I put it up or I get my 11-year-old son to park it. That's okay. what kids are for, Scott. Okay. okay. Jake, yeah. what about you, buddy? What do you do with a shopping cart when you're done? I put it back in the little like street cart return thing in the parking lot. Okay. Truth? Truth? I promise. All right. Good deal. Ninja. So, I'll either take all the bags out and not even take the cart out of the store cuz I don't feel like coming back. Okay. Or put it in the little thing it's supposed to in the parking lot. All right. All right. You all passed the litmus test. We did? Yes. There's a litmus test about if somebody can actually self-govern their life and it's all based off the shopping cart and what you do with it when you're done at the store. Like if you leave it in the parking lot and you don't bring it back? Yeah. I mean, there's no law. There is no unwritten rule or anything like that, but there's somebody said that actually says if you can properly put a shopping cart away, you're going to be good at life. Oh, mm. So here is the problem with that. All right. I shop at Aldi's. You have to put a quarter in that cart, and I'm so cheap that I'm going to get that quarter back. So you have to put the cart away to get the quarter back. Is that the only place you shop? I mean, come on. With a cart. So if you go off to a grocery store that's not Aldi's? I mean, literally, this is why I had children, Rob. To go to Aldi's? No, to put the cart back. Wait, what? What? You had children to shop at Aldi's. No. What? No, I, don't I shop understand. at Aldi's, so I have to put no. my cart back to you get my quarter. You said this so is the reason why I had children. And you're to the put reason the cart back. To go at Aldi's. At anywhere. At anywhere now. At Okay. Scott, she said Aldi's, right? 
She had children so she can shop at Aldi. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So there's this thought that the grocery cart can be a litmus test, meaning that if you put the thing away properly, you're going to be great at life. You'll make right decisions. Why somebody says it's the grocery cart that actually does this for you, I don't know, but it's a thing. Well, if you don't, it makes you a bad person. That's what that says. Yeah. So Jess says, here's the deal. If I can carry the groceries and not take the cart, I'm happy. I get that. Mm -hmm. If there's a way that you could do it. I mean, when I unload the groceries when my wife comes home, I don't I don't want to keep going back to the car. So I get as many as I can in my arms and hands to go in. One load in. It's the right way to be lazy. It's okay. <laughs> the right way to be lazy. I love yeah. that. Steven's here at 800-447-7234. What are you thinking, Stephen? I have, I guess it's a confession. Uh, so we live near Publix. I mean, it's directly in front of us. What, we, what me and my wife will do, we will use the same buggy. We'll go get the groceries and bring it back to our apartment. And then by the time we get back, we're kind of, you know, tired or whatever. So we leave the buggy, go next go around. And we'll take the same buggy. So now you own the buggy, huh? The shopping cart is yours. Yeah. Sponsored by the grocery store. I'm not mad at that. I feel like it's productive and you're ready to go for next time, which encourages shopping because you'll want to go back to that store. You're not going to go somewhere else. I feel like it's good marketing for them. And if you're real lucky, somebody else from the apartment will pick it up and take it. Right, yeah, and I love the fact that, that you start out, Stephen, saying, "I've got a confession. Mm-hmm. I bring the thing, and I never take it back." It sounds like they they know and don't care. Why would they? I'm telling you, it's the perfect way to get these people to come back. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm and, for it. And you're walking, Stephen. I mean, you're walking to the grocery store and walking Healthy. back, not doing the you know taking the car. But let's be honest, we've all done it. What's that? You know, put the cart right by the car. And took off. And leave it there? Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. It is uh, Rob and Liz. Harlan's in for Liz this week. His radio. So Oreo cookies, okay? Number one, I I like them. It's the only sweet thing I like. That's it? Is the Oreo. Yeah, the rest of it's chips. Okay. My thing is carbs. I like way too many carbs. I am a walking carb. I look like a carb. I'm just carb. I do love a carb. (sighs) But these Oreo cookies that they're coming out with right now, I don't know if you heard. But the Oreo cookies now, they have one thing, and it's limited edition, of course. So you've got to get it now kind of a thing is what they're trying to do to you. And so it's called the Most Oreo, and it's like, I don't know, quadruple the creaminess on the inside, and it's cookies and cream. Okay, oh, so man. inside, we talked about this, that inside it, it's already got the, the cookie crumbles in the cream, but okay. now they've added more to it. More cream. Then they're mega stuffed, double stuffed, stuffed. Yeah. The most, most. It's the most. They call it the most. And wait till you hear how many calories is just in one cookie. I get 110 calories. Isn't that crazy? A cookie. One cookie is 110 calories. But to compare that, Betty That's- Crocker's chocolate chips, 135 <laughs> per cookie. <laughs> so you're trying to make it sound better? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the- if that works. 